Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. Healing with the Masters represents transformation to ignite your light and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention? It's free. Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these shows because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome everyone to Healing with the Masters. Another incredible show is in store for you of light and activation and possibility. And you know, it's because we're here in volume 13. And I want to welcome you to this powerful show in this powerful season. This 2014 set of seasons is unique in that it's our second year of the Aquarian Age. And this is a year from our perspective of let's get her done. <laughs> this is our soul group opportunity to commit to our journeys, engage in our lives, and in the process and together make a difference on this planet. We are delighted that you chose to come hang out with us this season and for this show. And I want to remind you that you are beckoning forth all the content on this and every show of this season of Healing with the Masters. Your intentions have brought forth this very moment. So everything is here for you. That's what's so wonderful about our Healing with the Masters community. You create the content through your intentions. And I also want to remind you that the healing part of our name means transformation, realignment, and repatterning. It means that you are on a pathway to change it all. And we're so excited at what you're about to create. Now, you may think that the masters are the remarkable speakers that we bring on each week, but we know that you are actually the master you are seeking. All of the answers and energies and possibilities are within you. And the master teachers you're hearing on this series are giving you nudges and hints as to who you truly are, that bright, sparkling being of light and love that you are. I'm so glad that we've all come together in this beautiful community, and together 
are truly making a difference on this planet through everything that we are co-creating. So thank you for joining us. So now I am so excited to welcome our very special guest, Raquel Spencer. So from managing the corporate world to exploring new dimensional levels, and both of those come with a different dimension of being, Raquel Spencer has traveled an extraordinary path to a new understanding of the many planes of existence that we are currently living in and can live in in the future. She's a graduate of California State University, Sacramento, with a Bachelor of Science in Business. She worked with Fortune 100 companies for more than 20 years. Now, the beginning of her own personal awakening happened after waking up from a five-week unexplained medical coma in 1995, during which she underwent a soul braid, which is integrating multiple aspects of her divine essence and a rewiring of her physical and energetic systems. In 2009, Raquel left the corporate world to become, wow, you left in 2009 after that? Holy jumping. <laughs> Raquel left the corporate world to become a full-time metaphysical and spiritual teacher with clients throughout the world. She's been recognized by world-renowned spiritual forerunners, North and South American shamans, Hindu priests, and Tibetan lamans alike as a key player in the advancement of human consciousness. Today, she teaches and supports a growing audience of metaphysicians, truth seekers, and initiates worldwide through workshops, conferences, special events, private one-on-one -on -one sessions, and small group journeys to sacred sites. Raquel writes and shares, I have spent my life navigating between the worlds. My personal experiences have assisted with developing a level of compassion, wisdom, and the multi-dimensional understanding to be an effective spiritual teacher, healer, and energetic channel for our times. And we are so honored to welcome this very, very special being um, with, uh, I mean, this packs a punch, folks, because I'm already feeling it. Whoa! Welcome, Raquel Spencer, to Healing with the Masters. It's really wonderful to meet you and introduce you to our audiences. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here with you and be a part of this community. Thank you. And, you know, let's dive in. And I, I'm, I'm curious about this, uh, about your story and this, um, this braiding technique, so to speak. And, well, what all happened um, with that? And, and, and how has it changed you? And why did it take you so long to leave corporate America? That must have been really <laughs> wild. <laughs> It, it was a long journey, and actually, um, it was 1985 when I was in In the, the coma. coma, right. Yeah, 1985, not 95. Oh, did so I say 95? Been, Sorry, I meant to say 85. Did. Sorry about that. That's okay. No, it was a long time ago, and um, very unexpected. It was, I had no idea what was going on, and if you think back to 1985, we didn't have the World Wide Web, we didn't have the Internet. Right. Um, what I was working with was very hit and miss to even begin to understand what was going on with me. And so I came in uh, with that coma a couple of years before the harmonic convergence, which actually happened in 87. Right. And that journey itself, the, the coma itself, I don't really have a lot of rec recollection at all. I came out of that and everything was just different. I was still me, but it was yeah. just Everything was different, and I didn't really understand the world. I could function, but nothing really made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And it was over a period of many years of many very wild and unexplained experiences 
that really woke me up, brought me into the awareness of what had really happened. And it wasn't until almost even, gosh, five, six, seven years later before I even realized what had happened in the coma, that I had gone through the soul braid. Um, many people in, back in that time, you may have heard the, the term walk-in. Many thought I was a walk-in, right. and I intuitively knew I was not. Mm-hmm. That was not who I was. Right. And one day somebody asked, well, what happened? And I said, well, I did a soul braid. And then I stopped and went, what? What the hell is that? <laughs> <A soul> braid? <laughs> what the heck is that? I mean, I had never even heard the term. You okay, know, this flowed is right out of me. This is really cool because yeah. this is an example that I want to point out to people. I know you're going to be talking about this later, but I want to point it out now. This is an example of what happens to us now, that the content just flows in. And when we are in a space of allowing, that content just flows in. So all of a sudden, just soul braid comes out of your mouth. And, and we get to listen to these moments in our own life. So I apologize. I just wanted to... Use that as a teaching moment. <laughs> no, it's perfect because that's exactly what happened. And you kind of stop and go, where did that come from? I don't even know what that is. What is a soul brain? And then I asked the question and began to understand through my own inner knowing what that really meant. And so as I went through those five weeks in an unconscious state, my system, my physical system, along with all of my energetics, were being prepared to be able to hold much more of my true essence, my own unique signature frequency to prepare me for this work. And I did spend lots of years in corporate world where I would go in and, you know, do my 40 hours, 60 hours a week in corporate world and come home and have all of these unexplained and magical experiences of moving into other dimensions and trying to figure out what was going on. Because even back then... The information that, you know, in this day and age, it's so nice because we can connect and we can connect worldwide through these types of telesummits and the Internet and everything else. Back then, I didn't have the reference points at all to even begin. And so it was really an interesting experience to figure out what had happened and how to move forward in this reality with those kinds of experiences and knowledge and then uh, walk the world as a regular 3D person. So it was a, it was a wonderful experience, um, but challenging at times. And I'm sure many still go through that as you begin to awaken and you start to move into other dimensional understandings and seeing multidimensional and starting to hear your guides and, and those kinds of things, not realizing or now knowing what that really is. When I started to begin doing that, I was, quite frankly, really concerned. <laughs> You know, what was right. going on with what me? the heck is that? You know, <laughs> right. so, and the amount of faith and courage it takes to really um, trust in yourself in the very beginning. And I know as people wake up, that's one of the things that's so beautiful. There's so many reference points of, oh, yeah, that kind of experience. You're on the path. It's happening. It's okay. Trust it. Trust your heart. Trust your instinct because that's just you speaking with you, waking you up. Mm, beautiful beautiful um so and there is also another um side effect of the coma um which is you know many of many of the folks here are actually staring at your picture and uh (laughs) and uh seeing that you're you're bald and so um that was a side effect of the coma as well is that right it was it was it was very interesting and i have had multiple um teachers and spiritual leaders in the world comment on it 
um, when I've met them. And it, it took two or three before I really understood what they were saying. But when I went through, I brought in, first of all, a, a huge aspect of myself um, from a past life as a monk, a Tibetan monk. Okay. And I also brought in um, quite a bit of frequency that it just doesn't allow for the hair to grow. And please, please, everyone, don't think that if you wake up, you're going to lose your hair. Please, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just my path. It's just but, your path. Um, it's, yeah. been a, it's been really interesting. And part of why I chose to do this was for recognition. Because many people, they would... When they saw me, when I used to wear a wig, because I used to hide, you know, this is not a, an experience most women in this day and age want to have. Um, and it's not very socially acceptable to go around without any hair on. So for many, many years, I, I hid behind a wig. Right. And when I finally took it off and when I started to do the work, and I would, t- um, I would meet people, and then I would take off my hair, and I would go, oh, there you are. Uh. I know you. There, there was recognition, right? And so that's and it part feels of like why not, I chose that. It feels like it's not just recognition. It feels like that's actually a little key to opening people up. Um, it's like it there's a little key that gets inserted into their system that starts the opening already. So just by looking at your picture, um, my experience was that there's an opening that happened with me within me immediately. Is that true? Yeah. It's absolutely. And it and you is. said something really interesting there, Ra- Raquel. You said I chose to do this, and I, you know, I would think most people, you know, sitting in their living rooms, most women would say, "Why on earth would you choose something like that?" I mean, it's pretty radical. So explain what that means. Radical. Explains what that means. You chose, and I know there's ramifications of choice here. Well, I I didn't consciously choose it. Right. when I came in as my 3D personality, okay, when I had that experience and brought more of my essence in, I didn't choose that. I didn't even know what was happening back then. Right. But my higher self did. And I have come in this lifetime to be in service. 100%, that is 180, 190%, 10,000% of my focus. Right. And it helped. it was a choice that I made to not conform, to what society believed was beautiful or acceptable, but to truly choose to use that as a recognition key and a trigger to help people remember who they are and wake up. And wow. so I struggled with that. Let me tell you, as a teenage and a, a early teens of what that went through in a personal 3D personality right. experience, um, wow. wasn't wasn't the most pleasant. So you were a teenager when all that happened in '85. Well, I was I was in I was in my late teens. I was just just turned twenty. Right. Wow. Holy 20. cow. And and That's so enormous. that was not the easy, easiest yeah. experience, but it really it taught me a lot, and I now understand it completely. I didn't even really understand it until people started to make those kind of comments that they recognized me, and then it finally clicked in wow, okay, this is why I chose to do it, and it's for purpose and of purpose. Wow, it's really cool, and uh, it's interesting as you talk. Oh, I'm just feeling this, um, these waves of, um, that there's an energetic signature of compassion for our own journeys. <laughs> Am I tapping in correctly here? This feels really sweet. I'm bringing tears to my eyes. Oh, um, I'm, 
thank you for saying it because I have, I do work extensively and truly as much as possible from my heart. And I have had, I mean, I've been through a lot in my life. I do understand this journey. I do understand the trials and the tribulations that we all go through. And that makes it so that I can relate and hopefully be more effective with my teaching style and my presence. Yeah, it's really, um, anyway, there's, uh, uh, it feels like there's heart openings happening around this globe right now with the audience that's listening. So um, uh, thank you for your journey <laughs> that is allowing <laughs> us to open right now. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Um, so let's talk about, um, you know, what, what, so from that coma, you, you've, ch you changed and over a period of time, you started exploring and started working with people all over this planet, um, powerful shamans and so on. And you came to, um, some understandings about things like light codes and multidimensional energy and light activations and cellular light. And I mean, this is jargon that is kind of part of your vernacular. So I'm curious, kind of give us a, a, an overview of what those things are and, and how they, uh, what they're here for, how they impact people. Um, just kind of a, a, a quick overview of that stuff. You bet. Well, I, I love the fact that we truly are in the computer age. And I can use a lot of terminology now that makes much more sense to the general populace about really working with light codes and the technology of the body and the energetic systems. And so my work is really all about preparing your hardware, your computer system, which is your body and your energetics, both pieces of it, to be able to actually interpret the light, which I refer to as the software. And I use the analogy a lot about, and this just kind of really drives it home, if people are trying to connect in with, let's, let's use phones as an example. If people are trying to use a old touch tone, um, dial up telephone to connect in with 4G, I don't care how many times you dial that phone, you're not going to make the connection because the technology of the phone can't read or connect in with the technology of the 4G to make that call. It's the same thing with the body. The body, we have been on this planet for many, 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 many years. And the atrophy that has happened with the body in its ability to connect and hear from your own higher self, the higher aspects of your soul, your innate being, have gone into atrophy. The original blueprint for the body was designed to be fully connected to your higher self. But over the years, over the generations, over all this time, that capability has gone into atrophy. It's still there. It's just inactive. It's just not working properly. You know, you don't use it, you lose it. You know how that happens with your muscles and that right. kind of thing. Same idea. And so my work is specifically designed to help get your body, your hardware, back into a, a capability, naturally being able to connect in with your higher self. And so when I talk about the light codes and the cellular light and the, the pathways of light and your energy matrix, 
it's all about getting it back up to what it was originally intended to be able to do. And so the light codes are simply that. They come, I know, I, I know it's really hard because it's so easy for me to, I see them. I see the light codes. When I see in multidimensional ways, I don't see um, angels or beings of light in, in any kind of physical type of experience. Everything I see is lightweight and energetic and uh, dimensional, um, sacred geometries, um, codes, symbols, symbology. That's, that's how I read and see energy. And so I see these codes of light which are now available because of the cosmic time in history that we are in. We've talked about this for a very long time. And like you said, we're in the second uh, season of the Aquarian for this particular show. We've stepped into a time in cosmic history where the light codes are more available and are here to be able to unlock and reactivate the natural systems in our body and our energetics to make that connection again and be able to have that conscious awareness of the higher realms of light, of the innate wisdom that we hold that we haven't been able to tap into. So we take that, those light codes, they're, they're, they're literally things that go into the system and activate and re, reopen pathways and spaces within your computer, your bioelectrical, biochemical computer to help bring you back in what I call online back online with your own higher self and that infinite wisdom that we all have that we just can't quite dial into wow, as that's, effectively That's as really cool. Like. When you're describing how you see, I got the image of the that moment in the movie The Matrix where they're seeing oh. the green code. <laughs> yeah. Is that kind of what well, it's like? I, well, some of it and yeah. pieces of it are like that. But mm -hmm. I, I'll tell you, that, that movie was huge for awakening the planet. Yeah, sure I cannot was. even tell you. I literally went back to pace to see that four times within 24 hours. I did too. I, I did so the exact same thing. I went to the yeah. movie theater so, like four times, and I've subsequently seen it probably close to 50 times. Absolutely. And because there were so many codes to help awaken in that movie, Spirit uses so many levels of media to help us remember and awaken. That's and cool. And you did the same thing I did. I mean, we just sat there and you walked out the first time your mouth was just kind of going, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, oh what my just God. happened? <laughs> Wait, I got to go see. I mean, I went into my car, sat there for an hour and went back. Went back. I never even got out of the parking lot. <laughs> I saw it was twice in a row too. And I you know, th that one moment when, when Neo, um, you know, stops all the bullets, it's at the end and uh -huh. he, and he breathes and the walls move with his breath. I'm like, yep. okay, there yep. it is. <laughs> yep. That's been exactly. an archetypal exactly. image for me to, uh, to when, yeah. when we are like, like you said, when we are fully plugged in, when we reactivate and it's reactivated and it's remembering, it's not, it's yep. not something that's not who we are. We just are, have forgotten. Is that the idea? Absolutely. Well, the body's just gone into atrophy. Right. These pathways haven't been used for generations. Right. And, and so it's just a matter of bringing them back online, reactivating the natural capability that was built in to right. this amazing machine we call our body. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, so, Raquel, why? I, I'm curious, just from your perspective, why did we atrophy? What was the purpose of that? Oh, 
so many, 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 many reasons. It's not even, I, I, I mean, we could go. We that could, could be a whole show, huh? <laughs> we could spend a whole week talking right, about that. Right. Um, you know, just there's so many different reasons why. But right now in this cosmic time in history, and I know I've said that a couple of times now, we really are in a particular window of time that is allowing for a true quantum shift in consciousness. And that's why so many of us, and yes, you, I love the beginning of your show when you talked about all of us being a master. I can guarantee you 100% without a shadow of doubt in my knowing throughout every essence of my being, every single person listening to this call is a master of light. I have, there's no doubt. And so if you're doubting it, knock it off because you are. <laughs> okay? You are. And we have come in together as a soul group to shift consciousness on this planet. And your abilities and your specialties are what I'm here to try to help you tap back into. I, I use the phrase a lot, I'm here to get the light workers up to speed so they can come in and do and actually step into a level of their mastery because they've all come in to help and with their specialties, their gifts, their way of knowing how to assist with the global plan of shifting consciousness. Mm. So you're the light mechanic and activator yeah. <laughs> for the light workers. I, I, I am. And, you know, I'm here. I, people say, well, if it's a natural process, then absolutely a natural process. I just put you on the fast track. So, so, I just am the... So I, I apologize. Finish what you were going to say. Apologies. Uh, no, no, not at all. It's just that I am kind of the fast track. I just, I fast right. track the body into remembering. So Raquel, there's this symptom that I'm seeing um, from uh, people, and I think it's more of a, a symptom of perception um, because people are shifting and forgot that they've shifted. However, there appears to be people who have tried everything. You know, they've been with the series, uh, with the Healing with the Masters series for years, and they've tried everything. Many, many people are 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 profoundly moving, but there's this group that seems to try everything and still feel so stuck. And so I'm curious from your perception, what, what's going on there? And is it, is it real? Um, and what is the antidote? Well, it is real. And I'm going to go back to the analogy I use. If your hardware is not capable of making the connection, I don't care how many times and ways you try to dial in. Mm. You can will it to all you want. Think, think about it. Think about it. Try, you know, one of those old phones that you had the little uh, push-button dials? Right. What, what if you were trying to use that right now to connect in with 4G? You know it's a phone. Right. You know its whole purpose is to make that call and connect. Right. You know that's what it was designed for. But you can't make the connection. It's because the technology, the body, just isn't capable yet. Okay of making that connection. And it is a process, and we've been through, I mean, many of us, you know, I, I don't know the, the average age of your audience, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to push 50 here. I mean, we've been on this journey for a long time, and the body has been going through the upgrades and the upgrades and the upgrades and the shifts and the changes. But sometimes that just really doesn't happen 
quick enough. We get we lose our focus or something happens that it just we haven't been asking. And I, you know, part of what is the work that I do is to help get the body prepared to receive. And also to get you into a position where you are communicating well enough with your body, enough of it is in place that boom, all of a sudden you start getting the information, the intuitiveness, and can follow through with that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just kind of this push to get you to that level so that you can get your own information. Mm-hmm. Get the body up to speed enough. Right that it can make that connection. And, and I, you know, it just, it, it just hurts my soul because I know there are so many people who, are, no, you can feel it in yourself. There's more. I know I'm supposed to do something. What am I supposed to And you can, it's just, you can feel it in your soul. And it's like you just want to bang your head up against the wall. I've tried everything. It just can't make the connection. What's, and it's not what's wrong with you, and it's not a lack of desire. It's, Again, it's like the wiring's not hooked up. If you right. if you plug in an electrical uh, a, a blender to an electrical outlet and you turn it on and nothing happens, it's not the blender most times. It's that the electrical pulse isn't coming from the wall like you expected it right. to. Right. So, so Raquel, um, we get. Let's say that we we start. Um, you know, getting these activations, it feels like there's some of us that are actually being engaged just from your conversation, um, that something's happening within us. Some of them have, have just by looking at your picture. And, and you're, I can feel that there's a catalyst energy here. So let's say we start getting more activated. Let's say the atrophy starts getting trained into performance. And uh, uh, that's my sports analogy. But, you know, the atrophy, we start working out that muscle, that muscle of the body to receive the light codes. Um, what does a day, what does a life look like when we are fully, um, the body is really humming and receiving? And, you know, I'm just curious, what what can we expect? Well, let me preface first by saying everyone is unique. Right. Everyone has Thank their you. own set of journey and, and things that they go through. But the bottom line, my work, the bottom line of my work is to get you hooked up to get the connection with your own higher self, period. Right. And when that happens, you begin to have those intuitions, okay, those gut feelings, those intuitions of knowing that which is for your highest potential. And every day, still for me, every day I set the intention and I ask, to be, receive the guidance that is in my highest potential. Every day I focus on that because my highest potential is always going to serve me and those around me. And so you start to get those intuitions, those inner knowings, and you start to make different choices because you know that you're supposed to pick up the phone and call this person you haven't talked to in 10 years. They've popped in your awareness. There's something going on and you follow that. It begins to become what I call living in divine flow, of constantly being plugged in and getting the instruction, the direction, the directive, the intuitive, whatever, however you want to state that. It's all the same. It is a flow of knowledge and wisdom coming in directly from your higher self, your higher self, which is always going to have your highest potential in mind. Mm, So you're, you're able to easily 
adjust and make changes in your 3D world because the knowing is so strong. You're not sitting there going, well, geez, I, I don't know, where did that come from? Um, should I follow that? Wow, that seems silly. I cannot tell you how many times in the very beginning I would sit there and question coins. You want me to do what? <laughs> what? Why would I do that? That, that doesn't make logical sense to right. me. That seems silly. Why would I do that? And I can guarantee you once you get plugged in to your higher self, those you'll question in the beginning because let's face it, we're all human, okay? Sure. Well, well, you'll question. But then you'll get to the point where you trust that. And you follow those quirky little things that you get guided to do. And you begin to see how ever, all the synchronicities start to flow. And then you'll know when you're out of sync because things just kind of stop. But yes. then you already know. You know, you can self-correct, which is beautiful. When you really get out of sync or something's not right, you can go, oh, wow, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't like it used to be. Let me, let me go in and see what's going on. Let me ask for all my upgrades and downloads. Let's clear this out. You have a deeper understanding because the connection, the communication between your higher self, the light, the light codes, your body, your supercomputer, which is your, your home for this experience, begin to really communicate and interact in a very different way. You know, I've heard, a, I've heard stories about people who are so, are super connected like this and they, they hear very specific things. I think it might have been Neil Donald Walsh that shared this a couple of years back that, um, you know, he was at home and he, he heard very clearly, go to the store, buy a gallon of milk and go to this address and hand it to them. And he's mm -hmm. like, what? And it, then it, it, yeah. kept, it kept badgering him and badgering him and badgering him. So he did it. And it was about a 20-minute drive away. And he, you know, he put it into, he found it on the map just to make sure it was real. He went to the store, bought a gallon of milk. He went up to the house and he's standing outside the house for like five minutes going, what the <laughs> hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah. He knocks on the door. The, a woman opens the door with a baby that's crying really badly. And he hands her a gallon of milk. And he said, I was told to give this to you. And she burst into tears because her baby um, hadn't, they didn't have any milk and they wouldn't have it for another two days. And she didn't know what to do because the, because of a money situation. And he walked away and sh they, he never saw her again. She never saw him again. And that was that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the kind of stuff. I mean, that's a little extreme. But that level of, of, of listening and hearing can become part of our reality for what we're up to. Is that the idea? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I'd like to share a quick story if please, I could with you please. as well because I want, I want people to understand this um, because it's not just all about you either or me as an individual. Thank you. Early on when I first started to really hear in this way and get directives, I would sometimes not always listen. <laughs> Funny that. How could that be, you know? But I remember, I remember very, very distinctly, and I, I tell this story because it really kind of brings it home. I was in the car. I was driving. It was after work. I was going to a meeting, and I was in the car, and I was sitting in the light, and Spirit told me to turn left. And I came up with all these reasons why I was going to make me late. I couldn't fix this. I, I needed to be at this place. I came up with all these these reasons why I couldn't turn left at this intersection. And I chose not to turn left, and I went to my meeting. Nothing bad happened. You know, it just I, I didn't listen to that guidance. And when I got home 
and went into my meditation that night. I, I kid you not. This is this, and this is how I'm very practical and I'm very down to earth. So um, irreverent might even be a word to describe me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I was sitting in meditation and I went in, and all of a sudden it was like I was in a skybox at a, at a a sports stadium, and I was was surrounded by all this kind of chaos and there was a lot going on. And I, I stopped and I said, what happened? And my higher self came in and said, well, we told you to turn left and you didn't. We had been working for six months to get the person to pay attention that you were supposed to connect to. We finally got them to pay attention and show up and we were sure you would turn and listen and you didn't. We're trying to figure out where the next intersection of you two souls can happen because you didn't listen. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, I've never thought about it. Right. It's not just about you listening. It's about other people hearing, too, and the intersections and the connections that we make. And so for a long time, I followed Spirit, and, you know, they would say, go to, go, go, go to the store. And I would go to the store, and I would come home and go, what the heck? Why did I? What? I, mean, I would argue. Why did I have to do that? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. And it was it wasn't about me. It wasn't, you know, I listened, but that particular time the other person didn't hear. And it uh, the sequence, if you really think about this, I if you see. really think about it, right. the synchronicities and how many play into the situation. I vowed at that point in time I would never not listen again. Right. When I got clear directive like that, I would do it. No, no questions asked anymore because I understood the global scene of what was going on. And my one decision to not listen, how much chaos it took, it, you know, and, and it took another six months for us to actually connect again. Wow. And, and so I slowed down my timeline. Right. I could have had that go, you know what I'm saying? Yep, so yep. I just like to share that story. That because, is so you know, cool. You, you follow your intuition, and yep. sometimes you go, well, that didn't make any sense, and then you start to doubt. I like to use that story because then you realize, well, I paid attention, but maybe the other person didn't hear it right this time. I can't, you know, that is such a huge aha for me because, you know, uh, so much so much of the time the mind needs reassuring, and it's okay, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but um, but the this is such a cool piece of it, which is I listened and they didn't, so I went there, and the evidence then appears to the mind that well, pff, your intuition is off, when in fact... Right. When in fact they didn't listen to their intuition, so they were supposed to be there at that intersection, and um, they didn't listen to theirs. So, but trusting the process all the way along, I, I love this that there's that that the activations that you said this a little earlier that when we get into this place uh, where the body is now humming and able mm -hmm. to and out of atrophy and able to receive light, that the faith and trust grows. And that we exactly. um, that we start living into this divine flow, and you know, a lot of people talk about abundance, and that's truly what abundance is: is us living in divine flow and listening to the to the sweet whispers of our divinity, of our higher self, that's constantly nudging us to to the intersection, the confluence points of our soul's journey that confluences with another. This is really cool stuff. <laughs> so much so that I just snorted. <laughs> I just snorted. That's how cool it is <laughs> awesome so um let's talk a little bit about the heart and you know the the importance of being in the heart this is this is a part of my my work which is 
um, and and it's a it's becoming a so much more a part of everyone's work. I mean, even some of the guys that have been around since like the seventies, you know, are starting to talk more and more and more about the heart. So, what's going on there? Why the importance of the heart? Well, for me, in my truth, the heart is the gateway to source. The heart is the gateway and the true portal to your divine essence. And the heart, literally in the energetics and actually even in the physical experience, has the mechanism, has, we've heard this many times before, the uh, GPS, the guidance system. Your heart, if you really are tuned into it, will always tell you truth. You know, we talk about it, you know, what does your heart say? Not your head. What does your heart say? Because the heart can give you, without doubt, the strongest, if you're connected in, truth. And so my work, you know, I never, I never, ever start any of my activations in a conscious way without dropping into the heart. You need to be able to think, live, and function fully from the heart space. And there's been lots of technology on this. I know HeartMath has done massive research on it. You know, we talk about now the consciousness not being in the head, although that's where we as humans um, tend to think about it because when, you know, you say think about this, we immediately go to the brain and the head. That's, you know, that's where our patterning has been. But we're shifting into thinking from the heart and living and making all decisions from the heart base. And it is as much an analogy of of coming from the heart as it is a physical and energetic that needs to open and and recalibrate and open up and reactivate at a completely new level, which will allow for that to happen with so much more ease and grace. Beautiful. So I've noticed that um, that there are, there's um, also a group of people that finds it really difficult to get into the heart, and they they even say that it feels painful. It's like it's like this. There's this pain barrier that they can't seem to penetrate to enter the heart, and likely for really good reasons. You know, so many of us have experienced like some pretty devastating stuff in our lives. So um, yeah. how can we overcome that kind of pain and kind of move through it and 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 do we need to? I mean, is there something we need to be doing to to allow us to um, to access the heart when and and it not be painful? It is. And one of the things, one of the biggest pieces of my work is clearing the matrix. Mm. And I know that a lot of people talk about working on clearing and clearing emotional. And there's many, 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 many t- very, very valuable and beautiful techniques out there to help. What I find is that a lot of people go through that, and I'm going to, I'm back to, I'm back to a, a, a computer analogy here. Okay. Most of us, and I laughed when I found this out, Jennifer, this was such an aha for me. You know, when I'm in my emails and I put things in the trash, I think they're gone. Right. I put them in the trash. <laughs> okay. How long was it before I realized I had to empty the trash off the hard drive? Long time. <laughs> I didn't get it. Right. I, oh, it's still sitting on the hard drive. Whoops. I didn't. I wow. Said, wow. Same idea. We've done so much clearing and so much work, and we've done the basics. We've put it into the, the garbage bin. we put it in the trash. We've worked on it, and it's still on the hard drive. 
Right. And so a lot of what my work is, and when people first start working with me, and I'm going to, I'm going to be very clear about this, when people first start working with me and my energetics and my activations, my work is incredibly physical. Let me repeat that. My work is incredibly physical in nature. Most people who begin to work with me will go through an initial period of clearing that often, not always, but often results in a physical detox. A very strong physical detox upon occasion. Because what I'm doing is I'm going and I'm emptying the trash. Uh. Of all the things that were cleared and worked with that are still stuck in the cellular memory and are still have what I call templates of light that are part of the matrix, which unfortunately, just like when a, like a riverbed, you know, if the riverbed's there, even though you dried it up, if it rains really hard and the emotion comes back, it's going to take the path of least resistance, which happens to be that particular riverbed. It's the same idea. I know that's a simple analogy, right. but it's the same idea with the templates in the body and in the matrix that I see. Right. The templates are still sitting there. They didn't get pulled out. They're still part of the makeup of the body. And so when that emotion or pain comes up, path of least resistance, that gets reactivated. And, you know, we come back and we go, oh, my God, I thought I dealt with that. Holy moly. Here it is again, what's going on? It's because the, the energetic blueprint template inside your matrix never got removed. So the very first thing I normally do when people start working with me is that um, I go through and I do what I call a deep bag of the hard drive. And we go pull all the stuff that you've actually dealt with, you've done all the work with, and actually move the templates of light that held that out of your field. Right. Which then... The next time that experience happens, it won't trigger. It right. doesn't have any foundation to move upon or yeah, move through. That is it's a fun. really cool concept, and I can feel many minds going, oh. <laughs> that yeah. kind of releases the heart a little bit. That's what I found anyway. Yeah. When the mind goes, oh, then it releases the yeah. heart to kind of be in command. So so basically, the, this notion of the path of least resistance is is about removing those kind of ruts of experience, the yeah. ruts of trauma. And and so I, I, that analogy of the water, so that, you know, there's, I was in Hawaii uh, last um, December, and, you know, there's these flash floods from the rain that happens in the mountains. You don't see it coming. <laughs> but it's like, it's like that rush of emotion that goes through the path of least resistance that triggers then these old emotions. So basically you remove these, um, these ruts, uh, so to speak, of, of, uh, of being to, a light, to create a new pathway of light. Is that, is that kind of the idea? Yes. Mm. Yes, and I, when I go in and I work with people individually, I look, I mean, your higher self comes in and lights up all of these templates for me to remove. I mean, when I work, I work directly with your higher self, and it all lights up, and I just, you know, it's kind of funny because I, 
say I'm like a handyman and your your higher self gives me a laundry list of things to do and I just go in and do it. Right. And I, I'm able to remove those out so that new templates of life and more appropriate pathways of light pathways through the body, through the nervous system, right. um, through all of that can take hold and actually manifest. Uh, it's and run that experience and light differently. Ah, oh, beautiful. And it's interesting, uh, you know, I um, it's happening right now at at, at a at, at a certain level because I am feeling what you're talking about. I mean, I'm already feeling mm-hmm. it. So just by hearing these words, folks, it's happening now. Um, and then, of course, later we're going to talk about a special offer that will allow you to go even deeper. But but it's here right now. So and and um, Raquel, would you be open to taking us through an activation right now to um, get a, a even deeper sense of this beyond what we're feeling in this moment? I would be honored to. Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. I'll let you go ahead and so, just dri- drive it. Drive okay. us through this. <laughs> <laughs> drive us through this. Okay. So again, again, for all listening, please know. Let me, let me preface this with a couple of, of different things. Please know that when I do this work, I am doing this work in collaboration with your higher self for your highest potential. My work is incredibly physical, and I'm going to say this again. It surprises so many people. This is why I reemphasize it. My work is incredibly physical in nature. You perhaps may have a physical reaction to the work. Stay in your heart as much as you can. Set your intention to receive what is absolutely appropriate for you in this now moment. If it is too uncomfortable, you ask your higher self to slow down the process. Because the last thing we really want to do is put you into too much of a detox. But we want some if, if it's necessary. We don't want to stop the process either because your, your higher self is always going to put you to do the most effective, easiest, fastest way to get you up to speed. And so you have free will choice always. If it's too much, just say enough. I've had enough. Slow it down. Okay? That's your, that's your right and that is your... Um, responsibility as well. So I'm here as a catalyst to help you clear, to help you shift, to help you open up. And I do it in collaboration with your higher self. Know that you have the ability, the power, and the free will choice to adjust that if necessary. Okay? Uh, When I work, I use a lot of sound. Sometimes very sharp, quick, very intense sound. Please be aware of that and don't let that um, catch you off guard. Okay? Um, Let's see. What else? I think that's all I need to say up front. And so let's begin. And I always work in the now moment. So I'm not sure quite yet what spirit will have in store for us through this activation. Just stay in your heart. Stay with me as much as you can. And Let's go for it. Awesome. So to begin with, I would like you to please drop your consciousness, your thinking mind, that part of you that's been analyzing all the words I just said and thinking about it, going, oh my gosh, wait a minute. (laughs) I want you to take that thinking mind, and I want you to put it in an elevator at the 10th floor. This is just a simple technique I use a lot. 
Put your conscious mind, usually it's sitting in your head or head region. Put that in the elevator at the 10th floor. Push the button to the first floor and consciously and purposefully ride your conscious mind down into the heart. And when the first floor opens, open up and step into your heart. This is a technique that sometimes you have to use a thousand times a day to remind yourself. But just ride that down until you can actually feel yourself thinking in that region of your body that is the heart. And if you have a hand that's free, please place your hand over your heart. Touch it. The tactile connection helps as well. And I want you to begin to breathe in the full spectrum, superluminous light of source directly into your heart on your in-breath. And move that in through and around your field on the out-breath with the intention of becoming one unified field of light in through and around you. And simultaneously, if you would please open up your central column, that tube of light that runs from the crown chakra to the center of your body, down out through the base chakra, and I ask you to extend that all the way down into the crystalline core of Gaia, into her heart, connecting in, in whatever way is most appropriate and easiest for you, even if all you're doing is imagining. Connecting into that heartbeat, the luminous frequency of light emanating from her core, and I want you to begin to breathe that up into your central column and have that merge in through and around your field, coming into harmonic resonance with Gaia. She is our ride upon and through the cosmos. The more you can be in harmonic resonance with her heartbeat, her core, the easier the ride upon her is. Continue to breathe the superluminous white light of force into the heart and out through the heart simultaneously with breathing up her frequency of light. Bring your awareness fully to the totality of your physical being, your physical body. And in the name of divine source and the light that I am, I ask that I be a clear, pure, and divine instrument in service to your higher self. At this time, calling forth the highest levels of light, wisdom, information, knowledge, and direct connection with original source energy to bring about the highest potential outcome of this work together to manifest into your physical reality with absolute ease and grace. Please take a nice deep breath, very loud, sharp, quick tones coming. quite a bit of tingling if you feel in your body 
tingling at the top of your head and down the back of your spine. You may begin to feel a little bit dizzy. That's okay. Go into your base chakra. Be fully grounded in your body. The really loud, sharp, quick tones allows for a very quick shift in your matrix at the quantum level. Sometimes it can be a little dizzy. Just breathe into it. begin to feel quite a bit of tingling at the space at the top of your head, right at the top back, right where the soft spot was when you were a baby. This is known as the fourth eye. It is a pathway of light that goes directly down into the pineal at about a 35 to 40 degree angle. This pathway of light brings in codes to speak directly to the RNA DNA of the master cells that resides in the pineal. You may feel a little bit of tingling as I help to open up and expand that to allow the flow of the light codes to come in and intersect and come into the pineal with more ease and grace. You may feel a little bit of electrical pulsing going up and down the spine as those begin to communicate down in the very base of the spine as well with the original cells were. Allowing for the DNA RNA code to begin to reactivate, this process will be gentle, easy, and natural for you. This may feel a little electrical at this time. You may be feeling quite a bit of uh, activity in the front part of your head, in the forehead region, the frontal lobe. Sometimes this also feels like little electrical pulses or Alka-Seltzer bubbles. It's perfect and divine. I'm working in the frontal lobe as well to help open up those pathways to allow your intuitive inner vision to begin to upshift and come back online as well. You may be feeling quite a bit going on in the throat region. You may be feeling other places of the body, physical tingling as well. This is helping to open up blocks in the actual physical flow of light through the body. back into a more stable feeling if you were feeling a little bit of dizziness going on. The fields around you have come back into a natural spin. I also sometimes bring to the star in ancient languages. This is language that bypasses the ego mind and speaks directly to the soul and into the DNA, RNA cellular structure. You may feel a remembrance for this. You may not. Just a way to help activate and rekindle that innate and normal processing in the body. 
You may feel a little bit of a, a, um, a skip in the pulse in the, in the heartbeat. Um, sometimes you'll experience that. Sometimes you may not know that those kinds of things are happening and why. Most of the time it is an absolute recalibration of the heartbeat to bring it into a perfect rhythm for you in that now moment. Sometimes it can be a flush of electrical light and light frequency moving through your body and moving through the chambers of the heart. So if you have that little bit of uh, fluctuation in the heartbeat um, for the next 72 hours, please keep in your mind that it is just a recalibration of the flow of light and that's the body's reaction to do a quick reset. Don't be concerned with that. If you are, if it's, if it's uncomfortable for you, have the conversation with your higher self to stop doing that until you feel more comfortable with the recalibration that's going on. You may begin to feel quite a bit of actual tingling all over the body. Um, don't be surprised by that as well. If you're not feeling that, it's okay. This is happening any, anyways. Each of us have our own specific and unique way of receiving and feeling or knowing energy. Some of us feel in the body. Some of us just have a deep knowing. Some see, some hear, some do it all. But if you're not feeling this, do not feel as if you're not receiving it. That just may not be your most natural way of, of interpreting and feeling, knowing, um, experiencing energy. Take a deep breath. You may sense um, a feeling of warmth around you at this time. For those of you who can see or sense energy, there is a very strong pink, uh, almost a pink um, maroon frequency of light that's coming around you through all of your fields. This is very much a divine feminine frequency of light, a nurturing frequency of light. This is just to hold you in a state of nurturing to support and sustain you even further through this process. You may feel a little bit of pressure in the heart. Again, breathe into the heart. I want you to keep your conscious awareness there. I'm going to go in and help to open up to release the heart. Allow things to move through it with more ease and grace so that you can feel the expansion literally in the mechanics of the heart chakra and actually the physical heart as well. No. Once again, this is being directed in collaboration with your higher self. You will receive what is appropriate and perfect for you in this now moment. Once again, reset your intention to receive all that is available for you in this now moment.
Again, you may feel a little bit of tightness in the chest. That's okay. Place your hand there and just breathe into this, knowing that it's safe, that your higher self will only allow the heart to expand to the capacity that is for your highest good and in service to you. Connect in with that superluminous white light again, breathing it in and out. You may feel quite a bit of activity going from the head region down to the heart through the spine, through the nervous system. We're just opening up pathways of light to be able to have the energy move through you more effectively, with more ease, with more grace. You may also be feeling quite a bit going on in your base chakra, helping to open it up and release. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just breathe it all in. I'm going to do one more spin of your matrix. This is just to help recalibrate, spin out everything you can release at this time and bring it back into the next level of alignment which is appropriate for you. And bringing you back into the perfect spin frequency harmonic for you in this now moment. Ground fully and connect in once again with Gaia. And remember this connection, the strength, the support, the nurturing that you feel coming up from her heart. Take another nice deep breath and just let all of this anchor in with ease and grace. Bring your awareness fully back into your heart. And send a wave of gratitude from your heart to the trillions and trillions and trillions of cells that make up this magnificent vehicle of light that is your body. Set the intention to hear clearly exactly what your body needs over the next few days and, quite frankly, forever, of what would support your body to integrate this the best. Ask for that to be brought into your awareness clearly, easily, and loudly so 
that you may give the body, your divine vehicle, everything that will assist with anchoring this into your reality. Take another nice deep breath. And if you haven't done so, please go ahead and open your eyes and come fully back into the presence of wherever you are on this beautiful planet in this now moment. Beautiful. Holy sheep shit, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was unexpected. I have to tell you, that was amazingly cool. And I can... You know, there's there's a couple of people, um, uh, folks that are somewhat new to this material, these ideas, um, that thought that was that their minds are kind of reeling right now. And I'm just I'm just going to ask a little question of your mind and ego that that you be willing to play, that you be willing to play, that you you be willing to suspend belief and just play in these energies and listen to the replay again. And allow yourself to really, really experience that. And then there's another huge group who are like, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, it's so amazing because, um, I mean, you were, you were spot on with every description. It's like, whoa, my frontal lobe is going. And then you just said, you might just feel your frontal lobe part of your brain. <laughs> that, that was really cool. And I'm actually um, kind of still hearing some of it. There's like popping happening, especially yeah. those, boing, those, those things. <laughs> I can still kind of hear them going off in my system. Yeah. And I'm super... My bops. Su- that, people talk about my bops a lot. <laughs> your bops. You bebop, my baby. Um, and, um, and I'm super hot. Yeah. Like there's, there's a, and to me, that's always a sign of healing that when heat is released, um, energy is moving. This is amazingly cool. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you for <laughs> that crazy, crazy thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that, that does give people a small sample of what my energy and my work is all about. It's, right, it's right. Very much. Oh, it doesn't feel so small, I have to say, Raquel, but um, thank you for um, telling us that that's a small sampling because that's so big. <laughs> and I love the way you said easily, clearly, and loudly. <laughs> Tell me about that. I do want want to talk about that because a lot of people, you know, there's there's some really interesting things that can start to happen. And I want to kind of give you a little bit of heads up too, especially if you're clearing a lot of stuff. And that may have triggered clearing for you. So you may have some pretty unusual uh, food cravings, for example, okay? And I want you to make sure you're clearly getting this as intuitive hit and not just, um, um, you know, a strange craving. But, for example, you may have a desire to eat something that you haven't eaten since you were 10 years old, for heaven's sakes. You haven't touched that stuff in a 1,000 years. Why, why am I all of a sudden wanting a sloppy joe, for heaven's sakes? What the, you know, I want you to honor that as much as possible because a lot of times here's what happens. Energy gets stuck in the system, and a lot of times it's when we're eating. We eat a lot. We eat three times a day. Things get stuck in. And when you eat 
a certain food frequency. It's about the frequency of the food. And spirit will always give you the fastest, quickest, easiest ways to help you shift and release. So, for example, if you get the hit that you need to eat a sloppy joe, eat a sloppy joe. You may only need one bite. But what's happening is you're reintroducing that frequency into the body and it's able to help release what's been being held in the cells. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, when you... Um, it's really weird that you said that because <laughs> I, I was like, right before you said the the food stuff, I was like thinking, oh, I could really use some crap, what we used to call in Canada craft dinner, which is that box of craft macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. just thinking, oh, I could really use some of that. And there, then you go <laughs> and talk about, yeah. and I'm like, okay, yeah. that's interesting. I haven't had that in, um, well, I can't say years because I still yeah. go with that craving. But <laughs> <laughs> But a lot of times this work will trigger that kind of thing. And so, you know, things you haven't had for a really long time or is not part of your normal. Right. Listen to that. Now, now be careful. This is not a, this is not a free for all. Yeah, this is not a carte blanche to have. Oh, no, I'm going (laughs) to, oh, I really think I want, but really, honestly ask. Right. Is this in my highest potential to eat it? And a lot of times it triggers in the cellular to be able to release with ease and grace. Music. If you, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, I need to listen to the song. Listen to the song. Sometimes movies will come in. You need to to watch a movie to help release it. Now, the other side of that, the other side of that, and I'll tell you another really quick story just to to kind of give you the example. There may be foods that you need to eat repeatedly for a few days. Okay. For example, I remember one time spirit, and, you know, you're going to laugh at this one. I remember when I was living in, in Sedona, Spirit told me to drink a Coke. Now, I don't drink soda. We all know how bad soda is. Oh, my gosh. I went into this whole thing in my brain about how I couldn't drink a, a can of Coke. This was ridiculous. And I kept getting the information, drink a Coke, drink a Coke, drink a Coke. And so finally I gave in. Okay, you know, my stubbornness. I didn't listen the first time. It took like four times. And I finally went and bought a Coca-Cola. I had to take one swallow. That was it. And right. boom, all of these downloads came in. Mm-hmm. And for uh, all this energy stream came in. And for a week solid, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I had to have a swallow of Coca-Cola. And that was it. It was something about the energetic in my particular system. Spirit found that was the quickest, easiest way. So there may be, I mean, there's been times when every morning, oh, my gosh, I have to have blank every morning for like a week as I integrate a specific frequency or energy. So it's really about being in tune with your body and listening to what your body and your higher self is telling you. I also highly recommend lots of water, lots of deep nutrition, super greens, those kinds of things that nurture your body very deeply, okay? Walks, uh, stretching, exercise, all the basics you need to do as well. You need to take care of your body. This is your divine vehicle. Right. This is your only ride on the planet right now. <laughs> and, and as you said, this is the opening to the the, the soul, the light coats. This is yeah. where it has to land. It's it's kind of like you know, I I can think of the the nerves. Right? There's a spark yeah. between nerves. They don't touch each other. There's a spark. And if yeah. the if the receptors are not, um, you know, the neural receptors aren't working, that spark can't happen. It's the same thing that you were sh- sharing with us earlier. The body exactly. is a receptor site for the, these light codes, and so we must take care of it. But take care of it through good nutrition, through yoga, and like you said, but through these activations. 
Um, thank you, uh, Raquel. We've gone way, way over time, so I've, we've got to wrap this up. But I want to just thank you so profoundly for saying yes, um, for um, saying yes to your soul's purpose this time and bringing forward this remarkable information and material, for um, for being so generous in, in the um, activations that we all received just on this very call. Um, and uh, uh, thank you for your, your, your wisdom and all the lives that brought you to this moment and to us. And I also want to thank our beautiful audience for the co-creation that brought forward today's activation, today's information, and the energetic codes that were available just through Raquel speaking um, that you called forward through your intentions. So thank you for the co-creation, and thank you, thank you, thank you, Raquel, so very, very much. Um, for this powerful, um, this powerful energy and, and the transformation that we all experienced. My pleasure. Such a pleasure to be here with you, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, and good night, everyone. Until next time, much, much love to you. I'm so honored and privileged to play, and I'm honored and privileged that you said yes to play with us. Until next time, good night, everyone. Bye-bye. And remember... If you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's H-W-T-M as in Healing with the Masters, podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season.